This week on the Gamers for Life podcast, we're going to be talking about the Halo TV series finally here, releasing its first episode. Microsoft saying that certain games uh, will still be viable and that, uh, that they don't need Game Pass for it. The Witcher coming out with a whole new game and if we'll actually be able to trust CD Projekt Red. All coming up here at the Gamers for Life podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast, where each and every Saturday we discuss all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is Arthur Thomas, my co-host here, right-hand man. Uh, happy Halo release week. <laughs> hey, yeah. Right? right? Um, I say that. I'm pausing because I'm just still happy I have a working fucking computer and a phone. I've had a weird emotional week with fucking electronics this week. First <laughs> off, I, w- I went to like go to the bathroom or something. And I, I forgot I left my I left my cat in the room because she'll sit under my chair or under my footstool so I don't physically see her. And I'm I'll be playing games for like two hours and she'll sit there and not move and I'm making noise for hours so I forget she's here. I come back, oh hey, there's like four keys fucking removed from Damn. my keyboard. Four <laughs> keys removed from my keyboard. She's never did they, done that did, before. Did, did they spell out a word like Scrabble? <laughs> no, it was like okay. like so. What doesn't work like right now? Red, like, red rum, red rum, or fuck you, feed me. <laughs> uh no so so there was like six to eight keys like fully out or partially out uh when the dust fully settled my mute button doesn't work and my raise volume button doesn't work i thought my i thought she broke my touchpad i got that working hmm. uh so that's helpful okay and then th- the next day i thought i lost my phone um, <laughs> so, uh, real quick, there you go. I'm still trying to get a lock in the background. Uh, what? So, short version. Um, I do. I take an Uber, come back, um, unload everything. I do my okay. I unload my pockets. I do the whole thing. Okay, where's my phone? Now where's my phone? Okay, I'm, this isn't funny. Where's my <laughs> I only put it like in three spots. Um, and then I was like, fuck, it might have fell in my pocket. I got new shorts. You know, shit happens. Um, I, you know, I help, you know, have you help me trying to call the driver nothing's responding. I'm like, great. I have a new phone. Great. You need a new phone. Horrible timing. Cause also, you know, I'm trying to save up for a flight to see family. Lo and behold, do Google find my phone. Uh, it was in the pothole in the street where I got dropped off at my house. <laughs> wow. What are cause the I, orig- cause I had originally did a, like I, I had, I had previously done like trace my footsteps. Cause maybe it did fall out. By luck, maybe it fell out where I got out. I looked. I didn't see it, but I didn't see it because it was face down, the all-black case in the pothole. I just didn't fucking see it. So thankfully, I did the whole use Google, find my phone, doing the ringing thing. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> so, so yeah, cool. Um, a couple of keys on my keyboard get broken. The next day, uh, my phone falls in a pothole. That's a pretty big pothole, dude. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, City Works, scan your fucking shit. <laughs> so, for those of you watching here for the first time, welcome. Be sure to like and subscribe here on the Gamers for Life podcast channel on the YouTube. We greatly would appreciate a lot of great content here on the show. So, we highly recommend it. Uh, and also, if you want to check out more episodes for the Gamers for Life podcast, uh, other than the video ones, we have the audio as well. 
You know, we got a bunch of great episodes for you to catch up on. Uh, you can go to linktree.com forward slash gamers for life. It's the one stop link to everything gamers for life that's currently active, that we're actively updating things of that nature. We have an Instagram as well. Be sure to follow that. And then Arthur, he's been killing it with uh, uh, doing the streams. What have, what have you been playing for the folks? Uh, me, Caleb, and Ivan drunkenly played World of Warships. It was really fun. <laughs> and plus, I'm really happy because we had an audio glitch where some, uh, I was talking to you all, like, you know, off recording, I was having an audio glitch where it was this temporary thing. It was like for one or two videos only. The the level of the stream was I hear, but also in a second, it automatically uploads the drops, but it's fixed. But yeah, we're, me, I mean, Nikhail, we're, you know, I said, drunkenly playing World of Warships because it's fun and it's fun, it's free, and we're surprisingly good at it. Uh, but yeah, like so we're we're drinking a little bit and Caleb's like, Oh, you call me fat. I, I think my, my literal response was like, I didn't call you fat, you fat fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like So yeah, uh, I'm really happy. I'm really happy how that how how that I'm really happy how that came out. Uh nice. I think definitely one of my favorite clips. I know Joel Joel, I know if you've heard it before playing with me and Ivan or being here and hearing Ivan play in the background, uh one of Ivan's Oh yeah lovely screams of death <laughs> just <laughs> him and i are sailing next to each other like two feet next to each other i look back and i'm like oh there's like eight torpedoes i'm gonna murder my friend and i'm like bye Ivan. he doesn't see him huh ah, just screams <laughs> yeah he gets really into it it's uh it, it cracks me up definitely oh man um, I don't say. Oh, real quick, and one more. I was say one more taking yeah. tech thing. I'm having issues. I'm having issues. I need to update my drivers because I went to like I stopped recording, and we're gonna switch over to Forza Horizon uh, mm-hmm. Five, which is an amazing game we got into. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much right now. I'm just really putting my Xbox through the runs, doing the whole optimize for Xbox, and, I, and we forgot. You know, Forza always puts Xbox to its courses of how pretty things fucking look. Oh yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. But yeah, we couldn't stream that because I had uh, like in a five minute time span uh elgato or my drivers were like update me now so fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and yeah drunk me drunk me did not figure i did not feel like youtubing had to update my drivers so i'm like whatever but i'm playing forza horizon i do plan on streaming that soon it's it's gorgeous nice nice sounds like a really good game to stream too so um so folks here at the gamers for life podcast we read the news while you can watch or listen to what you choose but clicking on the links of the time codes within the description of the episode so you know what's going on uh and if you want to choose a specific topic or segment that you care about most you can go directly to that without uh watching or listening to the whole episode but you can also watch and listen the whole episode as well to hang out with us here at the gamers for life podcast always welcome to do that again be sure to like and subscribe uh, and starting here at the tip of the iceberg, uh, or the, uh, the I want to say Spartan sword, if you will. Um, <laughs> you have Halo. The I'll, use, I'll do you to say tip of the Paramount Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I know I should do that one. Uh, we got the Halo TV series. Uh, the first episode is officially out live. So if you have Paramount Plus, or if you want to get Paramount Plus, of course, you can do like the trailer or the trial, excuse me, seven day trial. Uh, check it out. Uh, but give me uh, th- and you also, I'll say real quick, I'll also mention that as a mm-hmm. perk for Game Pass, I think you get like a month free too. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, Game Pass always gets you perks. It, it made the news that you get three months free, like Spotify, you get three months free Hulu. Um, and so now, yeah, now you get a month free Paramount Plus uh, via Game Pass Ultimate perk. Game Very Pass cool. Ultimate perk. Very cool. Very cool. Great feature there. So Arthur, uh, it's funny, man. I, you know, I was on the, uh, I was on Instagram 
just kind of checking the checking the temperature, you know. I love checking the temperature as far as for how gamers feel about some of these games that are uh, converted into uh, movie mediums, things of that nature. And specifically, I was going to, you know, one of the biggest controversies was the fact that, you know, Master Chief takes his helmet off first fucking episode of the show, right? And, uh, you know, the, uh, IGN was oh, yeah, covering... spoilers. Yeah, spoilers, sorry. Uh, IGN, was co- IGN was covering it. <laughs> If you're into Halo, you probably found out already. Yeah. But um, but uh, IGN was covering it, and then they had a little uh, paragraph just talking about like the, you know the character and as far as like you know being connected to the universe and to the people and everything, and you know and like there were so many people that were like no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just a big pie chart. Like, if it was a pie chart, probably seventy five percent were like nah, and the other twenty five were like so. But to, yeah, to, to to convert to that, I was going to ask you. Uh, just in general, your thoughts on the show, and, and you know, obviously, you can respond to that as well. Okay, so first and foremost, the show, you know, I'm becoming more and more of a simplistic guy. I feel like I feel like I have to be, uh, because if you're gonna be a purist, uh, when it comes to you know, at least video games being uh, brought to life via movies or TV, nine nine times of a hundred, it's gonna miss the mark. It just just is yeah just the ratio of good the ratio of great to okay to horrible fucking game movie uh, adaptations it's way off there's like two great ones in my opinion sonic and uh silent hill there's a there's a handful of okay ones like they get the pass in terms of pass fail they get the pass and a fuck ton of what the fuck was happening right um Mm -hmm. like max Payne, uh house of the dead street fighter <laughs> that one's in my okay category, but only because really? the cast saves it. Only because oh, okay. the cast. Only Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude, Jean Claude Van Damme. I forget his name. Uh, the late great actor that played um, from the Adams family. Mm. Um, Chung Lee, who you know the actress. Uh, I, I forget her name. I forget yeah. her name. Uh, now getting renowned again uh, as her character in uh, uh, the Mandalorian and a Boba Fett series. Uh, so I'm glad she's back again. But so again, only the, for me, the cast saves that um but uh but halo it gets it gets a pass for me they bring it back it gets a pass if i had to be more detailed to the first episode for a grade b b let's just go with the b not b minus but just go with the b um in terms of again a classic my 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 old favorite question i ask myself when i walk out of a movie or a show you know my inner my inner russell crowe were you not entertained? Uh, <laughs> I fuck it was. Um, yeah, yeah. It's really funny. It's like it, let's say this is like if this was really was a game. I'm here for the gameplay. Kind of want to skip the dialogue <laughs> because Amblin, like we, I called it, man. Because you and I were because something you and I were talking about. I, I I got lucky with my guests. You know, we're talking about you know a show like this needs to have good CGI. It needs to. Yeah. And of course, something you brought up with, well, how much will the show cost per episode? Yeah. And when you bring that to a factor, that affects some of these cancellations you see with shows, or affects you know how long a season is, affects how many seasons a show will have entirely because money is money. And if again, you cannot have really good CGI for a fucking cheap. Yeah. So I, I found out too. It's about ten million. So yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, so when I found out, you know, I was talking about how, how Amblin was great. Found out Amblin was gonna do it. I'm like, I'm here for it. And the CGI looks fucking it's good. Dope. It's really it good. It looks good. Um, to get back into the show itself, what I mean by like I'm here for the gameplay and not so much a dialogue. That's what I mean for me. Amblin is like a plus, killing it. Um, early into again, we're gonna do little spoilers. So early into the episode, 
you meet for me these annoying fucking characters like the show so remember as a premise this is a prequel this is a prequel like pre halo one yeah so uh, a lot of people forget pre halo one lore wise the unsc is kind of having like a, a, a like a rebellion via the colonies the colonies and the quote outer world outer rim you know situation sort of like star wars and so my thing is like they just so they have established okay there's a war going on and then the soon to be one of the main characters goes is clearly terrified as shit like if you know your friend and you know your friend's body language and they look like they're they look like they're about to physically shit themselves from fear and they go there's a ship over there again knowing we established in this world they're at war they go oh really let's go fuck with it <laughs> and i'm like well, remember they 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 were high they ate those little plants remember that's why oh, they, they were. Yeah, that's why they're okay. like, oh, because they had they, I, they had those drugs. I kind of forgot. <laughs> I found them annoying as shit. They Halo, were. That's why they died. <laughs> Halo, good job and amazingly killing them off fast. Oh yeah. And immediately seeing the tone, this show was R. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're picturing, you're like, I get it. You know, you know, you know. Gamers have kids. They want to show their kids thing. Hey, if you don't want to see people's heads be blown off, yeah, don't show them this fucking off. show. Yeah, because I immediately like out loud went, whoa. <laughs> like, I did too. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I did too. I was like, I whoa. Not, I didn't because because to be fair, if you really look, if you really think about it, Halo's been around for twenty years. This is the first time we get real gore. Yeah. This is like. You know, we, you know, church, you know, kind of like almost church, you know, jokingly getting the right. Like, what if Halo combined with Doom kind of might look like this show? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I hate those annoying characters. Man, I hope they boom, get their head blown off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> that, their person's leg explodes and woo. <laughs> so the opening fight scene's great. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the helmet thing. So there, again, there are areas where I absolutely understand we're purists or like what the fuck yeah um even though i just said hey you can't be a purist like okay the helmet thing episode first of all the to do an episode one did not see that coming mm. second of all it's gonna be a thing because it, it's not like the mandalorian where he took his helmet off for like one scene and put it back on he it's like the rest of that episode is him without his helmet off yeah like a third a third i think like do the math like i felt like a third or at least the lack at the last act of this it was a good quarter yeah yeah it was all with his helmet off so this yeah. is going to be a thing and for me i kind of laughed at him like one reason why it wasn't the biggest deal for me i don't know okay I, it, it, the actor in a positive way kind of just has that bland army guy looking face so i'm like okay that's that maybe what my what message that's probably what looks like, looks like. <laughs> bland, bland army guy face i thought they're doing a fake out because you know i yeah. thought they're the, the, so with the removing the helmet scene I thought they were gonna do a fake out because they do a long shot showing the back of his head, and I'm yeah. like, and again from the back of his head, it looked like bland army guy. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. the buzz cut, just it just did, it just yeah. did. And they show his front, and I'm like, oh, they show his face, and then like, is he gonna tell me back on? Nope. <laughs> so, so I I get that. Um, <laughs> You're like, it, yeah, that's the master chief. <laughs> it, it took away a few points for me, but not like again, it wasn't like a kill the show moment for like a lot of people. Like I'm mm -hmm. sure a lot of people were like, fuck this, turn it off. And then, and you know, I don't know, watch the first really rapey season of Game of Thrones. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> but so uh, for me, and then there's other scenes that just that have a lot of tropes. For example, the conversation between the daughter and the dad, when they find out they've or they're going to order the kill the girl, that conversation line by fucking line 
we have heard too many fucking times. Like I, 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 I did something where my notes, I, I think I put my notes to draft text, but then I fucking save it. But remember, that's the one where like, we're okay. Put this way. It's like, we're fighting for humanity, but we can't, but how can we, how can we fight for, for humanity? If we lose it ourselves, like how many fucking times have you heard that? Like how many, like line by line. And then he says in war, you have to, in war, you have to make tough decisions. And then of course, what's the next response to that? You sound like blah, 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 evil type character. That whole, that, like that bugged me. Like that exact commerce, that, that the whole conversation did not need to happen. Cause I've heard it verbatim. Like, especially the line, everything, everything about the conversation we've heard in war, you have to make tough decisions. Now you sound like so-and-so. How can we fire for humanity if we lose our humanity? What the, I've heard like, that part, like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. After episode one, I'm really in for the gameplay dialogue. Mm. Eh, I want to hit B a few times. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I can definitely understand that, and again, I agree with you as far as the uh, the action scenes are fantastic. The the it's it's definitely top of the line, you know, graphics and everything, state of the art. Mm-hmm. They did a great job with that. I really like the music, and they kind of cue in a yeah. little bit of the Halo theme, a little yeah. bit, because part of me was like, I wonder how much of the Halo theme is actually going to be uh, on it, because there's a huge lawsuit right now where the guys kind of like firing back at Bungie or whatever, as far as for the music, because they wanted him to to save all the recordings or delete everything that's been online or whatever. So that, whole, he, that whole bullshit, right? Yeah, he he um, didn't know how DMCA works, and he just, he he kept telling people, "Yeah, use my music wherever you want." Right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you mean I don't? What do you mean I don't own it? But but anyway, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I but wrote it. it. <laughs> yeah, when we talked about that, like short version, the short version, as talented as the composer is for the Halo stuff, he he just didn't know how DMCA laws work. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. asked him, "Hey, can I use your music?" Yeah, it's my music. I made it. Go nuts. Oh, I don't own it. Uh. <laughs> Dear so and so, in my last email we discussed. <laughs> yeah, per my last email. Yeah, per my last uh, email. <laughs> but um, as far as for some of the things I do appreciate, I appreciate the diversity of the show. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you're seeing folks of all different races. I appreciate, you know, even some people that are they're speaking in their own language and they have sub- and then they have subtitles. You know, like like well, even from the aliens too, right? You know what I mean? So like the aliens, yeah. and then you have you know in Korean or whatnot. So like I appreciate that just because it's like look, it's like the this should be like the the future should be in that in that realm where you're seeing people of all you know all different colors, all different backgrounds, cultures, and whatnot, all doing you know whatever they're doing. I just think that's a realistic thing, and you know to to, to me like. To me, one of the worst things in the world is a racist nerd. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's like, you know, it's just like, what the fuck? You know, it's just like, like, man, like those, same... a- those aliens are cool. A fucking black guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, exactly. Well, um, those fish, well, those fish space aliens are fucking cool and original, man. Uh, <laughs> is that a fucking Asian chick? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. exactly um so i appreciate i appreciate the diversity in it you know especially the representation of women and stuff as well um i do think that there is some some uh work to be done from the writing because like because it, it's funny because that conversation needed to be had but not in that way it could have been written a lot more original so i agree with you there the the good thing about a tv show though is that there are different writers for different episodes very you know yes. uh, you know so we could very well get a better written 
uh, season throughout the show. So, uh, and I, and I hope people, you know, say something like what you, like if you said, hope they say that publicly so they can kind of mold the show to, to, to kind of fit as far as for like that fits their artistic integrity. And then also just kind of like the show story in general, mm-hmm. um, as far as for master chief taking his helmet off, you know, I mean, whatever you know what i mean i i'm a halo fan but i'm not i'm not one of those guys it's just like they should have did exactly like the games no you can't do that blah 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 it's like like look guys like you guys are sounding like those people that are like the book was better you know <laughs> like 20 30 years ago when those movies came out all oh, the book hey, was better hey this hey hey these hey i read like six books and they're better then they're way better than this 20 minutes of show i just saw it's like <laughs> <laughs> probably like, yeah and it should be right because it's the original yeah. source material yeah. you know so i think i think as far as for the grand scheme of things of them taking you know a very precious uh, piece of art that a lot of that high you know obviously the gaming community respects to the highest tier and they're putting it into a quality into this show i can respect that i'm curious to see where the show goes um, I'd probably give it a B plus, probably give it a little bit, because I just think as far as for them, they're not just satisfying gamers, they're satisfying anyone that wants to watch this. So someone who's never played a Halo game in their life, that they'll be able to uh, ascertain it. I think they're doing a pretty good job of that. My only critique, and I feel like it's unavoidable, is like the standard first person view mode that a lot of uh, that 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 happened throughout the, sh- that like happened what, throughout what, the show like hey we have a futuristic helmet what does it look like inside the helmet i mean i'm kind of i was on the fence mm-hmm. i was kind of okay with it because mm-hmm. i feel like there was definitely a lot of nods to the game like in terms of how the radar worked or didn't work which happens which happens at the game yeah um i don't know if you saw the, the regeneration remember the regeneration the, regen- the, the regeneration <laughs> boom yeah they had yeah, the sound effects that we, was good. We, we always talk about things we always talk about this when you radiate gaming or like especially sci-fi stuff you need to have those sound effects yes, yes. <laughs> like i said like i said we like we like 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 when it like for example for example even my eyes closed you can I, if you fire different machine guns I can tell you which one's the alien clone, which one's the machine gun from Alien, that that specific burst right. fire gun. We know the sound of that gun versus the pulse rifle. Guns. Yeah, exactly. And um, so again, I was a little mixed because like the grenade symbol stuff, it was like little nods. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to mention about is um, uh, we mentioned the helmet. So casting, I casting wise so far. And this, I mean, it sounds weird, but the maybe writing thing, I can't exactly, it's like, for me, it's like, I can't entirely blame performance off writing again. So like, for example, like, for example, Miranda Keys, who gave for me that super tropey verbatim, how can we fight for humanity if we lose our humanity? I've heard that too. I have heard that line my life to be done. So I can't, so that's why I'm not, she's not my favorite character, but that's writing casting wise. Dr. Halsey, she's my favorite character. She is the shit. She's like, yeah, oh. I mean, she's, she's very, yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff too. Like, yeah, she's, like, but she's awesome. Like that, that, <laughs> uh, that, dude, that, that actress, her look, her character, her demeanor. Like, I know it yeah. sounds weird now. Like it's, just, I know it's not, it, maybe it's not the biggest worst thing for me, but I can say as of right now, as a character right now, it's not Master Chief. It's Halsey. I want to see more of her. Like, it's, you know, like her and the Admiral, which is like, it feels like the, the president equivalency in this mil- militaristic situation yeah you know it's like just be one more order and i'll fucking blah 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 okay three two one so she said this uh fuck that do this <laughs> um she's very yeah. you know she's against she, the grain <laughs> yeah she's very against grain uh we mentioned the action one thing one of my one of my, one of my notes i just remembered um action wise 
there is more running in this first episode than all of the Mandalorian and Boba Fett combined. <laughs> like we're like, oh wow, Master Chief is running. We're we were like again because you know just I feel like arguably the two most popular shows or duration in this re- re- recently have been Boba Fett and the Mandalorian with the Boba Fett series just ending, aka you know Mandalorian season two point five. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There was again we've there is there it's, like, we were mentioning the action. I can't talk about it enough. Again, there's running. There is there yeah. again. There was more running in it's this awesome. one. What is one episode? Arguably not one fucking fight mm-hmm. than um all of the Mandalorian and Boba Fett combined. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this is fast paced. <laughs> like their feet are moving at a faster pace than just slow back and forth walking. Right. No, um, that is interesting. Uh, what do you think about the opening credits? Like with I the, ar- was, I like, was... like the armor fusing thing. Um, I thought it was cool. Do you mean like just the first scene of the show? No, I'm not like the credits. Oh, like, the actual like, opening like, credits. Like, like the actual oh. credits. So like the, like oh, the gray I, I, nano, the, the gray nano stuff doing I the armor it. thing. I thought it was cool. I mean, yeah, because yeah, because this is definitely like one of those things where it's like they're gonna show this every episode opening. You know? Yeah, I mean? we're gonna see it over and over again. Yeah. This is like yeah. so. So it's like, hey, we're gonna you know, no matter what happens, this one thing we're gonna see over and over again. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like you I like this. this I, I like it as yeah. well. I definitely also like how they kept the Halo logo, like that classic, because. It's. It, I feel like it's almost a Mandela effect for some people. If you're if you're if you're tells people to describe the Halo logo, it's like well, to be fair, in future things, it's more of like a black and gray thing. Yeah. But it originally was like the purple, like energy color that we see from, uh, from the elites and from the Covenant. So there's that. Yeah. Um. I mentioned writing. Unless I'm stupid, and have a horrible memory, that human character in the Covenant, she didn't exist in the games, right? I don't think so. Okay, I'm not. Mm, I'm nervous about that because I feel like I'm not sure. I don't think so. I mean, oh. I, I, I feel like that's one of those things that we might just have to have to, to chew and swallow. You know what I mean? But because I'm like, I know they had any gears, and gears did it kind of well. So I'm like, because first I thought, I, first I thought it was an alien behind human skin. Cause it was cause it was like cause uh, the guy was like, oh, give me back the book about the humans. It's like we're like we're not. It's like we're 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 learning about our enemy. We're not trying to you know connect. So that's why I was like, yeah. okay, maybe there's an alien under there. Um, like, but... nah, it's just some chick they don't call a human. That's a human. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that Tim. Uh, before we move on to the next segment, I think my favorite story part in the show, or at least the, in the episode, was the first part. I feel like there is a lot of realism there where you yeah. have, you know, over a hundred people that, that got killed. And then the U S the UNSC, you know, came in and then they just took people, they took the, you know, the, you know, the, the covenant or whatever out that was around them. And then they were just like, Oh, you know, Oh yeah. It looks like, look, it's clear. Oh, okay. One person survived a hundred dead. It's like, dude, like, like the missions failed. <laughs> like, dude, for, at first I was nervous. Cause like, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's a prequel. So the story settings, the story settings, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, hopefully we don't get damaged like colonist or like peasant stuff. Cause I wasn't in Halo, but again, cause story wise, that was after all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think for me, that opening, that opening just fights just for me, yeah. like saves the episode for me. Yeah. Um, it's like, the, I guess, I guess my point is just like the casualty of war and the realism as far as like. They didn't. They didn't make it a hokey thing where it's like, oh, they almost are gonna get murdered, and then they came in and saved the day. You know what I mean? It's like, no, they came in when most of everyone already died. So like, I'm like, that's that's like a that to me that's like a sense of realism. Like I, I yeah. kind of I, I like that writing. And because 
and because remind you, minus up until we see the the Spartans fight the aliens, up until that point, we just heard how those two factions are at war. The UNSC, yeah. the, the UNSC and the rebels, whatever they call them, the colonists, yeah. whatever they call them, they're at war. Um, yeah. Like um, really, really specific. Really specific. Mm-hmm. Paramount has the shittiest subtitles of any streaming service. <laughs> they're thin. And it's pretty, black. They're pretty they're small, thin, right? They're thin black with no background box. See, for for me at least, when I was the the medium that I was watching it on, it was wide over wide over uh, uh like black boxes. Yeah, but it was still pretty small though. So yeah. yeah. But again, for Par- like Paramount Plus, yeah, there. Oh, so so again, like picture the settings, right? Picture the settings. Like picture all the sets we saw. Yeah, black subtitles don't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll say that's the reason why I know they spoke Korean because someone in the subtitles, it was like literally Korean speaking. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so you literally put, you literally put, I thought you meant the subtitles that were inputted. No, 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 into no, the not the, no, not the alien you subtitles. Meant, not, I mean, not the, like, meant, not, like in general, so like, you know, like Netflix did yeah. like, post captioning subtitles. Yeah. No, their subtitles fucking suck. Yeah, that sucks. Dang, um, dang. You can also really random, you can tell how much Paramount paramount's going in on this because you remember like the old days with like um dream what was it called okay the old the old um like Shrek dreamworks people, dreamworks people yeah, like, remember, yeah. you can always tell what movie you're watching based on the, the kid fishing off the moon yeah like i remember when it, i remember when i watched lost uh lost world the Jurassic part two lost world pulled his ass it, in the, the water raptor, <laughs> the raptor pulls him off uh well, i say real quick with the paramount logo you can tell how much paramount's going in because now when the paramount logo loads uh it's a warhog it's a warhog doing a fucking donut Oh uh, yeah, around, around the Paramount around the Paramount logo. Nice. Um, I know we're on it a lot, but it's a big thing. There is one more thing I wanted to mention, mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to give it the attention, and I think more than Paramount's fucking giving it. Uh, <laughs> Halo, the Halo declassified with Sydney Goodman. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that, because I know you watched that episode prior to the mm-hmm. actual show, right? So first off, you if you have Paramount Plus and you have trouble finding it, it's because it's not listed as its own show. It's under extras. It's mm. under extras in the Halo thing, which is fucking weird. Yeah. So usually it's, you know, like Halo or like next to it, like Halo thing. Nah, so so like when you click Halo, you know, there's all these things like, you know, continue, restart over, blah, blah, extras. Or like, it was like a post show. It was like, I think it was called the post show. Mm. And that's what it is. It's like 20 minutes of the best way. The best way to describe it is if you remember The Walking Dead when it first premiered. I don't know. They may be still be doing it. I don't know. I don't watch Walking Dead, but when The Walking Dead was first, you know, was first made going on, what AMC did is the second The Walking Dead ended, the post show Talking Dead came on, being hosted by the guy from the Nerdist, one of the founders of Nerdist. Yeah, um, and that's kind of what's happening right now with the show hosted by Sydney Goodman. Um, I like it. Pretty much, it's quite this way. It's it's the same thing on par with the with the video game awards. Uh, I like it when Sydney Good. I like it when Sydney Goodman is doing her thing, but then other cringy stuff is there Every, i don't everyone like else it. it's kind of great yeah it's kind of well, cringy it, it like like again for example like for example it's like hi i'm sitting you coming from a secret covenant base it's like that's it's 2022 we're adults that's a set you're not that's not a secret base you're like no you're not it's the it's for it's for it's like i <laughs> I feel like there's some people that really like want to be fully immersed in rp like this yeah. is real i'm like She's the with IGN. This isn't fucking real. That's a set. Like, go her. I've literally, I've literally seen your house from Instagram. <laughs> like, like, 
I'm like, I just, you were posting yoga pictures yesterday. This isn't a fucking, but again, that's not her. Again, that's not Santa her. Santa isn't real. We that's, that's just writing. You know what I mean? That's just, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like yeah. I said, so for me, for me, I, some people dig it, but for me, that level of like emergent stuff, for me, it, it, it kind of falls in the category of cringe. Like, for example, like the new Disney ride, Rise of the Resistance, the first half of the ride where you're LARPing, hmm. the first, like, if you've ever been there or if you've ever seen a video of it, then of the new the new Star Wars stuff at Disneyland, uh, Rise of Resistance, you're in line and there's like a line phase two where you're like, stand here and there's, you're like, and there's like, it's, you're LARPing. You're like, there's people in Rebel gear, stand here. Yeah. And then where you're in line, your ship gets taken over and then people in costume <laughs> and they're like, who are you standing your original designated colors that they fucking gave you? I'm like, okay, cool. We're stickers, <laughs> but I'm orange. So we're still orange. And then, and then while you're waiting for the right to start, they're like, so where's the rebel base? I'm just like, yeah, I'm like laughing. I'm like half laughing. Like what? <laughs> What is this? And they're like, you know, and then, and if I didn't want to lock eye contact, I knew she would talk to me because yeah. like, it's like someone did like people play, people play along. They're like, like I will never, people, I will never tell you anything. I'll die before I tell you rebel bases. Like, dude, <laughs> dude, we're in a fucking line. Like, this isn't even the ride. Like, what do you? This is we're in a fucking line. I've been staying like for forty five minutes. I'm not here to. I'm not. I'm not here to see you in your Disney's like 30th anniversary, 50th anniversary fucking shirt. Be like, I'll die before I tell you anything. You fucking first order scum. I'm just like, Arthur is now playing. He's like, man, you're into the fucking ride. Like, like if she were calling me, like, I've been like, hey, we've been lying for 45 minutes. Like, how long will we be here? Because I would rather be over there for an hour more than five more minutes here. Because right. this is like, so again, so like that super immersion, like again, like. Like they do that. They do that in declassified uh, Cortana, Cortana, or at least the voice. They don't physically show her, but the voice of Cortana is there. It's like the assistant, whatever. Um, and again, I, again, the best way I could describe declassified. It's cool because you get extra interviews. You get the, you get kind of the fun behind the scenes facts, like mm-hmm. um, the main guy Pablo, not Escobar, but Pablo something, um, and the other three actors that play the silver team and say blue team, silver team. Um, you know, they're at boot camp together, stuff like that. Um, but again, you get uh, like when the show starts, you get Cortana. It's like warning: we must give story-driven protocol initiative. But and she's like, "Oh, spoiler warnings! Just say fucking spoiler warnings, Cortana." Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like I'm saying. So it's like for yeah. me, for, for me, for me, at least the first episode of um, Halo. The Halo. Uh, it's literally the full. The full thing is called Halo: The Series Declassified. Um, Again, Sydney Goodman doing Sydney Goodman thing. Awesome. There's the reason why they brought her on. She kills it. The cringe, for me, cringe, or yeah. what you can call it, immersive uh, <laughs> writing. Nah, like, yeah. we're good. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I can't. It's like, yeah. it's just. We we don't need it because um, it's like because it's because it's almost like it's written for a younger demo, but then when you watch it, people's limbs are flying off. So exactly. Like, like, <laughs> so who is this for? Right. Like, hey, little, hey, little Timmy, how'd you like to show that man has no face? <laughs> <laughs> Which is true because because yeah. again, like I like that I can say, oh, so that's what happens when you truly headshot a fucking <laughs> one of their four fucking jaws fly off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Master Chief just emptying his clip. Dude, Master Cleave just fucking in the mag, face. Dump, mag dumping into this dude's face. <laughs> hey, little Timmy, Cortana's here. Uh, will she stop the nightmares? <laughs> <laughs> 
really uh really random uh paramount needs to put a more focus on this because i can't find the trailer anywhere like really i was telling you like i'm not i'm not joking if you right now fucking google halo the series declassified trailer which exists we've seen it it was yeah. also we i have only seen it one time on sydney goodman's um instagram story i have not seen it anywhere else and even further, it's not it's not even in Paramount Plus. Because you know how like Netflix only streaming services under extras, you get the trailers for everything. Like the like the announcement trailer, the sneak peek trailer, uh, you know, trailer number one, trailer number two. It's not there. So mm. I feel like uh so again so again, you know, we're I feel like we're happy for you know you and I, you know, for these people that we've seen, um, whether it's game journalists, personalities, podcast hosts, game writers, to kind of arguably quote unquote like kind of like move up industry versus you know kind of kind of like the mainstream focus so that's why i'm really glad sydney's the host of this sydney goodman's the host of the show we you know we were a huge fan of her before it was awesome seeing video game awards so it's just weird for me like the marketing on this is very low um like i said i can't find a trailer for it anywhere but um but if you bug in so either way like the episode not the episode but you still want to get if you just you kind of just want to get more stuff um again in in the in the section for the show is the declassified thing and plus you get a sneak peek plus i liked it because i got a sneak peek of the next episode mm-hmm. and uh i'm looking forward to it I'll, yeah. I'll say i'll say this i'll say this at the end of the day at the end of the day here's another reason why it gets a pass for me am i now am i over the show or am i now excited for the next episode i am excited for the next episode that's a good indicator there and then uh speaking of one of microsoft's precious uh ips uh, they brought up an interesting conversation here earlier this week, uh, talking about the viability of uh, certain games that Microsoft has and that they, in quote, that they don't need to be on Xbox. So let me start with the article. This is from Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass, yes. Uh, so the article here, it says, uh, Microsoft says games don't need to be on Xbox Game Pass to be viable on Xbox. So I thought this was an interesting conversation. I wanted to read a little bit of this link here, or this uh, article. Uh, let's see. I'll say, but like, it really fucking helps, though. <laughs> oh, that's weird. This article is basically like a blog. It's not really... It's not really here's talking what, about what they actually here's, say. Here's what, I think about the ar- here's what I think about the article. But first, yesterday my lunch from, Pan- from Panera Bread, really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, Hit One Games, uh, you guys don't know how to write an actual fucking article. <laughs> uh, and that's um, saying a lot because we've read articles from Kotaku's Editor-in-Chief, and fuck well, that. Right, yeah, because <laughs> like, it's, it's weird. The article is like impressions. It's not actually talking about who said that, which I, I know Phil, Phil Spencer said that, if I'm not mistaken which i want to say you know as much as i'm team phil um you know also mentioning you know the you know so spoilery curse uh i usually uh dick ride game pass and you know senpai phil uh, i disagree <laughs> um yeah well i disagree partially because okay if on face value does every game in the game pass library need to survive there's a need game pass to survive no but i would argue the but I would argue increasingly, especially post COVID, especially post COVID. And now with, um, you know, this is kind of like tangent, but I feel like the dots still connect with prices, with prices of new AAA games, face value going up, like meaning like a, meaning an Xbox series, a PS5 game is more expensive than PS4 game. That's how it is with these new consoles. Um, I feel like game passes value with that just passively increased even further. Cause now these new, rather than paying, previously $60 now rather than paying 65 70 with tax uh, depending where you are uh, with these new games you can in game pass 
Um, and I would argue for me, a good, a great passive, huge, massive benefit of Game Pass is discovering smaller developers, uh, indie developers, or games you really wouldn't have heard of or touched otherwise. For me, like Forza Horizon Five, uh, something we'll talk later. Gran Turismo. For me, I feel like I feel like racing games are partially, potentially like a, what we what we call, and I still stand by it on a large scale, a niche thing. Yeah. I'm trying Forza Horizon Five. It's fucking amazing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pump seventy dollars in to try to try Forza Horizon Five, but it's on Game Pass. Like something, you, you know. There's a reason why Jarrell asked me every time we start an episode, "Hey, what are you playing?" Because there's a ninety percent chance in the next week I'm trying another fucking Game Pass something game. New. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's something new and it's great. You know, it's, you know, especially especially following up the past week that Xbox had an indie had the ID indie developer at Xbox Showcase on Game Pass. I think that's the part where I disagree. Does it does like a massively funded, massively marketed AAA game need Game Pass to be viable? No, but in terms of the number of indie games that are on Game Pass, that's why just in terms of numbers, I disagree with that statement. Yeah, no, I think you make a, I think you make a really good point, Arthur, especially when you talk about the discoverability of games that you normally wouldn't play that wouldn't be a part mm-hmm. of your demo, but they're but they're available because you paid fifteen bucks to play a massive you know a library of games, right? I think one of the points that I was thinking about as far as this is that, you know, one, uh, the discover the, the same thing, your same point, the discoverability factor, especially when it comes to, like, say, indie-based games or indie-based studios that are on Game Pass that are kind of getting the same discoverability as everything else. So it's kind of like, you know, usually you see these algorithms cater towards these bigger games, right, with, with traffic. At least it seems like, in retrospect, the algorithms are kind of, a little bit even as far as hey there's this game there's this game right the Mm -hmm. the the to me the issue with his statement of being viable on xbox is that if or be viable you know on game if if it's on game pass you know it doesn't have to be on there to be viable uh the 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 problem for me is that if it wasn't on game pass it's almost like it's a competitor then you know what i mean because because everyone you know microsoft has done a great job really getting everyone into the concept of Game Pass. I remember originally when people were very weary of Game Pass before it was really big. Like It, I'm, was, it was just a Halo Gears of War subscription. That's all it was. Yeah. Like I remember I remember when um, <laughs> I'm saying your Twitter name, Charles Lanazard. Um, That's what I do too. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. A lot of Pierce. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Pierce and, you know, and Greg Miller and all this stuff. And like everyone was talking about like, hey, look, it's weird. Like I talked to I talked to customers and no one wants to get on the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But then obviously, you know, kind of the same reason why I didn't get on Game Pass. I'm like, well, I don't want to play just Halo and Gears. But once they started really diversifying their catalog, everyone got into it. So now everyone's into the node of like, hey, I like playing 15 bucks and not 60 to 70 dollars on a game mm-hmm. when it comes out. But now when you if you say that, you know, these games are uh, they can still exist without Game Pass. But they're going to be kind of indirectly competitors. You know what I mean? In, ter- in terms of do I now do I need Game Pass or not? Um, and something worth mentioning too. I think one thing. I think the I, I'd argue the biggest update that made Game Pass more viable was the formation of Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Because and because that was another thing. Because that was another thing. Remember when Xbox Live for the 360 happened? For the first time, we we're gamers are now paying online just to, just to play online. That was a big. That was a big bonus of why i think ps3 sold significantly a little bit better to day one compared to 360 because you didn't have to you didn't have to pay you need you did not have to pay 
you play online with 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 Sony, but you did for Xbox. Yeah. Um, and then so so to announce a separate subscription on top of that, we were like, hey, this is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then so one and then the biggest changes was one, the game library became hev became a heavily focused. Like I said, I like I told myself I'm going to buy Crackdown three. I'm going to buy Sea of Thieves. I'm going to buy State of Decay 2. In the same week, all three of those games that I wanted to play were announced were coming to Game Pass. And I was like, cool. I'm going to save like 160 bucks alone just with those three titles by themselves. Yeah. And then years later, Game Pass did its biggest update, which is Game Pass Ultimate, where xbox uh live that we, we were previously paying just to play online and now xbox game pass are now one in the same subscription that was the biggest i think update and that, that happened like i think right like right just by chance or like pre-covid it was like 2019 like that was the like, game, game pass ultimate's not that old yeah it's not it's not um but um that's a good like, point it, though as but, far as the online component Mm-hmm. Yeah, because again, that, that's why it took for me for me what felt like ye- it felt year it felt years for for Game Pass to really blow up to what it was. Is number one the gaming library to make it, to make it make its value. Um, we started we started seeing more of it at E three for other than first for things other than Microsoft um, uh, first parties like you know like Gears like Halo. Um, another thing another thing with Game Pass to me. I feel I feel like it lets any I feel like it pass it also lets game companies potentially save on marketing mm. because it does the game for them. Put it this way, I've never heard this phrase uh, or like this come like I just you know with the YouTube I watched and social media whatever. Um, did you know that the makers of Guacamelee made a new game? No, I didn't. It, it's the game I'm playing. Nobody saves the world. I didn't even know that until after like ten hours of playing it. Oh wow! Because 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 you know, with one thing you can do with the Xbox Store is you can scroll down and it says either A more games like this or B more games made by. And I was like, yeah. wait a second, this is made by the people that make Guacamelee. Um, also, the reason at some point I figured it out because I'm like, this is like the third Guacamelee Easter egg I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe here I'm gonna connect the dots. But you, you're saying like, I yeah. don't remember, I don't recall seeing a trailer. I don't recall hearing an announcement. I don't recall seeing an article, you know, on IG, an IGN, something like that. Of hey, that award-winning company that we loved, Guacamelee One and Two, well, they're making a new game called No Man Saves the World. I don't remember hearing that. It was only because it was featured. Um, not only in Game Pass and are under recently added, but it was also featured in my dashboard. Yeah. So again, so that's what I'm saying. Game Pass does have that kind of that, that also that marketable thing to it because Game Pass has its own dashboard section. It has its own little dashboard box in the main thing. Um, so that definitely helps us. Again, that definitely helps the smaller developers because Gawkamelee was a major successful game. But yeah, I heard no, I heard, I heard nothing that they made a new, a new game until I just downloaded this game by chance. Even then, I didn't even discover it then until hours after playing it. Yeah, no, that's a great point, Arthur. It's a great point you make. And I think I think if they if if they really want to test the waters with that statement to see if that's actually true. And I know they won't do this cuz it's it's too risky, I think. Uh Starfield. Don't make Starfield on Game Pass. See, uh, let's see how viable it is. Oh, I was going to say even further, uh, fucking take Halo Infinite off Game Pass. <laughs> uh, and see no, how Halo, Halo will fail. <laughs> Hell yeah, Halo, I was like, ooh. No, a no, not, no. A, not cooperative, a not cooperative story and a, a Halo multiplayer that's Halo the Battle Pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, I was going to say Starfield. I said if they really want to really stick to that statement, 
you know, for this game that's been in development, this was be a huge game, right? You know, and if it's going to be a quote unquote vi- just as viable for uh, ten years, like Skyrim, like that's yeah. what he said. They they said they want Starfield to be they, they would say they want Starfield to be playable ten years down the road, yeah, just like Skyrim was. And I'm like, uh, well, to be fair. I'm not to go into too much, but one of yeah. the things that made Skyrim what it was, it was groundbreaking. And that to sound wrong, just statistically speaking, 10 years later, we've seen other Skyrim-like games. Right, exactly. So that wow, that wow factor, that shock factor, that surprise factor, a lot of that's gone. Because in 10 yeah. years, well, one, we've also had like three different versions of Skyrim itself. <laughs> yeah. Or two, or two, we've seen other games that have had similar mechanics, you know, even possibly polished a little bit more because it's just because again, it's been 10 years. So to say that, so they say that they want Starfield just as viable 10 years down the road like Skyrim. That's a bold statement. It's a very, it's a very bold statement. Also, too, because. Well, it's interesting because there's a very small chance, and I know how you feel about Bethesda and Todd Howard, and I agree, I agree with you for the most part as well, but they have a very small chance of potentially hitting a mark of it being just as uh, groundbreaking, just because I feel like there aren't a whole lot of open world, like super open world space games. You know, like there's a few of them that I can remember, but I think for something to be as expansive as Skyrim, I would argue from a console perspective, we haven't really seen anything super detailed. So I think Starfield has the chance of making that three-point shot. It's going to be really hard to fucking make. Um, it, <laughs> it's it's damn near half court, but we'll just have to see what happens, you know, later this year. So, Well, I'll say, I'll say the release schedule... It's ringing a bell. Things sounds familiar. I know you're uh, saying uh, out, you're saying Outer Worlds too. It's but no, but, Outer but, too, but again, but again, I think Starfield is supposed to be even more detailed. Again, I think if we're if we're to say who's gonna win the race, probably uh, probably Outer Worlds too. But I would say just in, I would say just maybe just uh, in in a sense. Outer Worlds isn't going to be as risky of a game to make as Starfield. It won't be as grand for sure. Yeah, but. But again, hey, but hey, if, if something to not disappoint us, <laughs> uh, if, you know, if Todd Howard pulls a Fallout 76 and drops the ball in November. Yeah. Your boy's coming in February. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least they'll be able to pick it up. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. Uh, one thing. And uh, one thing, too, I was like, oh, you mean a five year road plan? Oh, no. Sorry. That was Fallout 76 drill. <laughs> so uh, I'm still hesitant. Again, I'm still hesitant towards Starfield. Um, just because yeah. we've seen, uh, unfortunately, this trend not only within Bethesda but within the industry of let's release a game and not make not not really make it fucking playable till three till three years later. Like how, like for example, arguably the Halo campaign, the other cooperative stuff is now in that category. Uh, Battlefield 2042 for sure. Uh, fucking Cyberpunk. You know, but, you know, it started with, it started with, as much as I do praise No Man's Sky, it is worthy of the criticism it got at day one launch. Not the death threats, but the criticism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So there is, so again, there is arguably this trend. Now, I will say, though, arguably, remember, No Man's Sky is maybe like 16 people. It's not fucking Halo or Battlefield-level fucking studio. So yeah. that's also worth mentioning that, hey, 16 people, you know, hey, you made the, oh, we're like No Man's Sky. Ah, you have a, you're a major fucking billionaire studio. They have 16 people. So, right. yeah, asterisk mm-hmm. to that comparison, you know, so, it, but, but, you know what I mean? So um, I'm hopefully, again, I, I like Bethesda. I'm hoping uh, we see more Doom stuff, but yeah. I'm 
constructively nervous. Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah, I, I, it makes perfect sense. Makes and perfect upside, sense. and upside, downside, upside, downside. Even if it's not like the hit, you know, the home run, get grand slam, fucking knock out of the park game. It is. I won't be paying seventy dollars for it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because it's on Game Pass. <laughs> game Pass. Um. So, uh, speaking of subscription models, uh, leaning nice. over. Thank you. Leaning over to the uh, the, the the wall here, PlayStation. Uh, there was some word around this week, according to IGN, saying that PlayStation will, report, will reportedly uh, reveal Spartacus, uh, which is kind of like the uh, the the uh, project co- name. project name code name rather yeah project name subscription service as soon as next week. Uh, and uh, so we'll, curious about that. A couple, and this is I guess that was in our original report from Bloomberg. Yeah, couple of questions slash comments from me, man. Uh, PlayStation has had a really bad laundry list of their subscription services. Okay, so they have PlayStation Plus, which obviously is the standard one as far as you connected online to get these deals on these games, you know, blase blase. But then you have um, what's this? You have the, the what's the streaming PlayStation one? Now. PlayStation Now, right? Yeah, PlayStation Now which is not connected to PlayStation Plus, a completely different subscription model that oh, you can download. I know that. Yeah, it's it's different. It's completely separate from PlayStation Plus. Um, oh. that, that, you know, you can do Game Passy things, but as far as for those games, most of them aren't even updated, you know, and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting like, oh, hey, guys, great, Last of Us 2 is available. It's like, great, that's been out for years, and everyone's played it, and it's not a game to play many times, so whatever. You know, so it's like yeah. you're getting games like that on there where it's like, okay, whatever. And then uh, there was rumors about that movie service that they might be releasing. As uh, That was the word around town. I know there was an alleged... Uh, 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 there was an alleged like a uh, screenshot that was leaked, yeah, like a little... Sony, like a like a like a Sony Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, on like a Russian site or something. Um, <laughs> I know bad timing for that, but um, but yeah, oh, I'm just, fu- oh, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I just real quick, I just got a quote. I think it's Transformers, uh, the best description. Sorry, real quick, but it's like, hey, hey, wh- wh- how, you, how come you're having trouble translating the alphabet? It looks like the buttons on the calculator you never use. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just been that's just always stuck in my head the way to describe the Russian lit, the Russian letter letter alphabet it has nothing to do with what's going on politically. Just on face value, I think that joke is dead on to describe the Russian <laughs> alphabet. It's the buttons. It's like the buttons on a calculator you never fucking use. <laughs> that, that's funny, um, but yeah, like they need to clean up this. They, they need to clean up all their subscription stuff, and hopefully this this Spartacus uh, model will kind of like solidify and simplify everything the sony's always had a they've always been really bad with this you know what i mean so i'm kind of worried about this i don't know what they're releasing i'm part of me is hoping that they they uh they do some just some due diligence to those gamers that care about you know old school games indie games you know give us give us some type of nostalgic nature of you know, it's like what we're saying. Like the, the to me, one of the most impressive things of Game Pass is the the ability of true game preservation. Right? One, Being able we to- get we get we get one three sixty we get one retro either Xbox original or three sixty game a month. And remember, unlike the PlayStation subscription service where it's yours as long as you have the service, because of Xbox Gold, which now has all merged into one Xbox. You know, as we mentioned, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, with the gold games, um, those are yours. Those that is your 
game. You just got you you got you got the game for free versus the PlayStation subscription service where those are your games as long as you have this as long as you have the service. Yes, yes. No, and what I was gonna say even further is that the mm-hmm. games that are that are first party on Xbox they do HD upgrades yeah. on those games. You know what I mean? Like because those are their games, they're able to do that and to preserve those games. So. Mm-hmm. Compared to PlayStation, where you don't really see that, you know what I mean. Like you see that on you see that on Nintendo when they remake a game, you know, for a Mario game or whatever. But as far as like literal game preservation for older games, like Xbox arguably does it best. As far as for like literally taking an old game and just making HD res and making it available, yep. you know what I mean. PlayStation hasn't done that, and I feel like they really need to try to, if possible. So, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on this this Spartacus thing? What, what do you what do you hope to see? I'll say real quick. So back to your previous comment, comparing the Nintendo Xbox thing, I'd also argue one bit, one huge fucking difference with the way Nintendo preserves games and Xbox preserves games. You know, you mentioned how Xbox gives them the HD update. Uh, they're also also a 20 year game is priced like a fucking 20 year game. Right. Whereas Nintendo was like, oh, that's 20 year game. Um, 60 bucks. <laughs> that looks like 60. That looks like a 60 bucks to me on the fucking price tag there, buddy. Um, a sale. What, what is what's that? What, a discount? Well, I never heard of it. Whereas, like- <laughs> where, whereas, no, I can't speak to Sony hands-on because I don't have it. But remember, it is worth mentioning that most time, that most you know games, when there's like a thing in the store, you do get a special price because either a you have Game Pass or B you have gold. So sometimes it is listed like again, like we mentioned for Game Pass games, they tell you you know, hey, these games are leaving soon, and if you were to buy them, they'll be discounted. Be- they, they they are discounted because you have Game Pass, and if you didn't. Yeah. Um, even further, same thing with gold is like, um, so yes, the, again, Xbox learns lesson. They heard the community. We did not want to pay extra for shit. So again, one of the early perks we got as gold members, well, I'd argue early, I'll say argue to Xbox one days than 360, but we got it. If It's been years now. Um, again, we get discounts in the store because we have gold. Now, again, if Sony does that, cool. I'm not, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying that's a feature I know Xbox has. Yeah. Um. So for me, that's uh, for just real quick in terms of the preservation retro thing. That's those are the two biggest comparisons I have to Xbox and Nintendo. Xbox gives it the update and it's priced what I like to call fairly. Yeah. So for like for example, I bought two Xbox Original One games, uh, last week, four or five. I know. I know how long ago was the Xbox Original? Twenty years ago. Yep, those were they were five dollar games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, nice. <laughs> fucking Nintendo. Ooh, best I could do is fifty five there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with Spartacus itself, um, we see okay. So there's remember this story has two supposeds. So one, the project name is supposedly Spartacus. Two, we're supposedly going to hear more about next week. So yeah. that's that's two three two things worth mentioning. Yeah. Um, but I feel we want to talk. Well, we wanted to talk about it because. Sony needs to fucking talk about this soon. Like we've had, you know, how many, how many state of plays have we had between now, between them announcing, officially announcing that, that confirmed it's going to happen to here we are now. There's been a lot and them not really been silent about it. Um, so even if it doesn't happen next week, we need to hear something about it fucking soon. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Also, I think we were joking of like, you know, like Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> like, I mean, you just have to make the joke. You just have yeah, to. Yeah. And then and I think I think you mentioned how, like, do you think they named it Spartacus as, like, uh, you know, a knock at Spartan, like Halo? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I thought that was interesting. Um, but again, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. Something you mentioned, I kind of forgot about. I forgot how many fucking subscriptions Sony has. So when you're it's listing a mess, them, bro. Um, you know, kind of going back to you know or my previous comment of I think what what like one of the major biggest decisions in Game Pass that really made its value was merging all that shit. It merged Xbox Gold and Game Pass into one thing, so you don't have to fucking do all that. And it did. It did it. I think at an affordable price, 15 bucks a month for the value you get, including now where we are now with this cloud update and the streaming update via the via, via just, you know, you don't have to have a powerful gaming rig, just a decent internet connection. That's a huge fucking service that goes into hardware now. So yeah. not only, it's not only with Game Pass are you seeing this game library, not only seeing the uh, your monetary value via the, you know, Xbox Gold, your quote unquote internet subscription service is part of it. Now you're getting these hardware benefit. You're getting these hardware benefits that we didn't see before. So again, for Sony to compete with that, and if this is again priced separately as another separate subscription service, dude, you see people canceling Netflix for 15 bucks a month. PlayStation Now, PlayStation, what was the other PlayStation Plus, and then yeah. so PlayStation Now, PlayStation Plus. Let's just call it PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Streaming, the entertainment one, or Sony Streaming. Let's call it that. Yeah. And then now this thing, Spartacus, dude, that's yeah. a lot. Like I fucking yeah. canceled. Like just for the context, I canceled my, I canceled my I canceled my Netflix subscription. You know, again for 15 bucks a month. Now they're doing the whole password shit, whatever. So I, so again. I mean, yes, you're, yes, I, I, you are absolutely going to have the diehard Sony people buying it, but I, but it's, but if they don't merge something fucking soon, that's a lot, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. They need to fix it because it's, it's, it's way too much. It's way too much, and it doesn't make any sense to today's consumer. They just need to really eat that. And just because you know, the timing of everything, I joke like, hey, hey, man, you want a game? Game on a budget? Gas is expensive. Game Pass got you. <laughs> And uh, speaking of transactions, leading into microtransactions, uh, talking oh. about the Gran Turismo 7 uh, lackluster microtransaction ridiculousness here that's happened. Uh, so uh, I wanted to read an article, a little bit of it from Game Rant, uh, an actual uh, website, not this uh, that other nonsense that I, I pulled up from the Microsoft for, story. For the, for the Microsoft interview? <laughs> so this is what Mark had to say, but before that, dinner at Applebee's was nice parking was bad one star <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh but yeah so basically here talking about the microtransactions i'll also read the title of the article here grand turismo 7 microtransactions are ex uh, excessive critically acclaimed playstation exclusive racing game grand turismo 7 microtransactions are live in the game and they're a bit excessive continuing saying that uh that grand turismo 7 just launched and there are mostly positive reviews from critics who praise these graphics from the sheer amount of content that I had to offer. However, there is one area Grand Turismo 7 reviewers were unable to properly test prior to the game's launch. It's microtransactions. Now that Grand Turismo 7 has launched, its microtransactions are visible and facing significant backlash by players who aren't impressed with how they've been set up. It says that the transactions allow players to spend real-world money to buy credits, which is extremely important in the game. So the credits are used to purchase everything from cars to car parts, and they're uh, necessary for players to stay competitive as they progress through the experience. However, some might accuse of sales microtransactions of being predatory because if players attempt to buy something, they don't have enough credits. A pop-up appears that tells them that they can top off by visiting the PlayStation Store. Um, it says here, continue on that... Uh, 
that uh, previous Gran Turismo games have used microtransactions to sell cars directly to players, but that's done away with Gran Turismo 7 to focus solely on selling credits. And the problem is, is that the credits can be expensive. Players have four options when it comes to buying Gran Turismo 7 credits. They can get 100,000 credits for uh, $249, $2.49, uh, uh, 250,000 credits for five bucks, uh, uh, <laughs> 750,000 for 10, uh, or 2 million credits for 20 bucks. So the issue is that there are plenty of cars that fall within the range between 750,000 and 2 million credits. Not to mention that the cars cost over 2 million credits, which means players may have to pay even more, even when they're planned for to get certain cars in the game, end quote. So, uh, is Sony becoming EA? What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, cut so, you off. I'm just like, first thoughts. That's my first thought. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? Because I feel like this is a little disrespectful just because, like, as far as, you know, they had a whole state of play dedicated to this, right? You know, talking about Gran Turismo 7, how awesome it looked. There's a lot of really great features that a lot of people were really excited for. Yeah. But looking at this microtransaction model being really aggressive and really expensive to the point of where the point of contention where it's like this doesn't even make sense really anymore. And, the, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna briefly say, and it's not necessarily the fact that there's microtransactions in the games, because from previous games, it, it it said there were microtransactions in there, mm -hmm. but not nearly as excessive and as aggressive as this. And where the model, because because they, 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 they do a mathematical equation around all this, right? As far as for like how much can the player spend to get X amount, how much money can we make yeah. on this? So they literally choose these prices very specifically. They don't just pull a number out of the hat. So because that they chose to do this. And players recognize it, get pissed off. Now, Gran Turismo Seven is one of the lowest played games on the PlayStation Network, if you know a very, very low percentage. But uh, but, but again, give me give me your thoughts on this. And I was gonna say, you know, remember this wasn't a day one thing. This was a fucking like this. The the extra store stuff was like to a point almost. I felt like with the update. Hmm. You know what I mean? It felt like it felt like this wasn't day, this wasn't like day one. This was a day one on day one launch new stuff. This was like an update that kind of tweaked it and. You know, he, you know, I'm playing. You know, I'm playing Forza, an Xbox first party, a first party title. You know, arguably for me, quote unquote, face value free because via Game Pass. Um, and yeah, there is a store, but it's not fucking predatory like that. It doesn't yeah. tell you like, have you bought this? Have you bought that? Are you gonna buy this? No, like the the game's experience. You know, I'm arguably like give or take 10, 15 hours, fifteen hours into Forza, and and unlocking car. There's so many ways to unlock our cars. The game, even though put it this way, in Forza, even though there's a literal like casino slot machine spin the wheel it's not predatory or predatory at all you you get it every time you level up you know what yeah. i mean um naturally and you level up all the fucking time i just started playing a few days ago i'm already level 34 so that's 34 mm. fucking spins <laughs> <laughs> um so you know so again so the best again the best i can you know apples to apples comparison is to do grand chisma grand chisma 7 compared to forza you know they're both for again they're both first party titles they're both exclusive they're both um arguably grand chisma a little bit longer you know you know, if not mascots, just foundation fucking games for 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 uh, the console. It sucks what they're doing with this. You know, I joked. You know, is Sony becoming EA? Because I feel like there's been a few like there's been a, like in the past two years a lot of like microtransactions is coming more and more to Sony side. Now, not always, not always first party titles. Um, yes, exclusives, but not always first party titles. For so, you know, for example, I mentioned Babylon's Fall. That's Sony exclusive, not a first party like Gran Turismo, but it is yeah. a Sony exclusive. Again, that's wrecked for more reasons than one with other microtransaction bullshit 
on top of the fact these are you know these are not free games these are they're modeling these like more and more like mobile like free fucking mobile games so so again we are again we've agreed microtransaction are here to stay they're not going anywhere fine so don't fucking do it like this after remind you this is a sony game this is ps5 a 70 fucking dollar game yeah yeah and, and to me it's disappointing to have it to have it be an important first party such as Gran Turismo 7. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like for a game like Babylon's Fall, even though, like, one, it, it still sucks, I agree. Yeah. But it's like, you know, like, it's not made by Polyphony, which is, like, you know, a well-known, you know, developer from the Sony market. It's like, but for something like this, it's like, guys, like, this is really bad. You know what I mean? So, just be- especially because, you know, they haven't, you know, like it's the same. It's the same conversation that we had a few episodes ago, or just many episodes on our show. As far as like the reason why I haven't bought a PlayStation Five, like I just, there's no real reason. There's no real it, games on, for it. You know what I mean? They don't me really have that. those top. They don't really. I feel like even right now, PS Five does not have their top three games that make you want to buy a PS Five right fucking now. Yeah. You know what? And this kind of it's funny. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but go ahead. I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking about this today as far as for this lot, this recent, you know, console generation launch of Xbox Series X and PS5. I mean, do you think, Arthur, this is like the most disappointing launch? Like it's been it's been well over. It's been two years, right? You know, like since we've had. So, I mean. Usually around year two, year three is when we really start seeing games that are specifically like this is made for this fucking console. You know what I mean? And the, and the, the large consumer base going, okay, I need to buy. Okay, it's been two, three years. I need to buy. I need to buy this. Right. And you are you are right. Like minus the shortage. Like that's a COVID shit. You know we did, okay just okay just minus that. Talk about the games. Yeah. Again, here we are now. Two. It was like three. I lose track of time because of COVID. <laughs> um, you know, compared to that, it is just a disappointing launch. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying only kind of, mm-hmm. only because I know the Xbox One. Game Pass also, saved us. Like, I mean. <laughs> the, the Xbox One also kind of had a slow launch too. Like, because mm-hmm. you know, we're still at GameStop at that point. And I remember day one, Xbox One only had like Rise, uh, Dead Rising 4. Yeah. Um, PlayStation only had um, their Mac. Thank you, <laughs> Mac. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, but but you know, again, years. You know, here we are down the road. Um, a little bit. Um, I th- again, I think, I, I think, you know, I forgot. I, I forgot. First of all, I forgot how how many scores like nines out of tens, tens out of tens, nines out of tens, fours a guy. Real quick, dude, I can tell you how like how did a racing game get that good of a score? It's fucking great. <laughs> it's oh yeah, it's so they, fun. Those are great games, a- a- excellent games. Yeah. So I can see why Forza Horizon fucking killed it. But yeah, I mean, like you said, like um, I'm super happy I have my console. I finally got it. But like I said, in terms of Sony, like again, like I, how many state of plays, how many E3s, including the one they didn't, they didn't fucking go to have made me like stop what i'm doing to pre-order or like again, minus the shortage hypothetically i can i can get one right now nothing's really made me go online to add one to my cart you know what i mean yeah um yeah i mean I, i'm super glad i got you know with the series x i'm happy with it um games games that can really make it you know go you know go through the ringer in terms in terms of testing its hardware are, are out now we have like forza horizon you know visa via forza uh 
now Microsoft's, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, the reason I include that in the category, because remember, that is the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, it tears if you want, if you want the largest open game you've ever played, uh, play Microsoft Flight Simulator, because they mapped the planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just something, again, just something about Sony just really hasn't hit the mark. Cause, and, and that's who we talked about. Our, you know, we talked about too. I think one of the biggest things that really hindered, hindered this console launch or the console, console significance was how many titles we kept seeing for both the Xbox One and the PS4. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, I think a game that would have been a potentially I need to buy this fucking now would have been the the Spider Man like Miles thing. Yeah. And then some dumb fuck tweeted out like it might be a DLC. It's for both. That's an extension. Like what the fuck? You're just using right. buzzwords. What the they fuck just, are you talking yeah, about? They just messed up the entire um, market. Because like it, let's say you know, let's say that for because you remember that that like when we saw that first announcement trailer, that was like I need to buy. I want that game now. Right. And if that game was with the PS5 exclusive, I think you would see, you would have seen a lot more if not like PS5 sales and or at least hubbub talk about it of like PS5, PS5, PS5. Yeah, fucking trending more than it would have been, um, and and again here we are now, potentially you know, but but you know let, let's say a Sony like I don't say Sony fanboy, but like that's not the correct word. Like Sony like I can't think of the word like die the diehard Sony fans, the diehard Sony fans are like cool. Grand Grand, Grand Tri- hey Ratchet and Clank's back, Grand Trizzle's back. This is a Sony I missed. Is this a Sony I want? Uh, Spider Man's there. Um, let's t- let's check it out. Bam. All the microtransaction bullshit. I feel like that's been a thing we've been seeing a lot hit. I've been, I feel like we've been seeing, like I said, we've, we've been seeing these microtransactions come to Sony more, a lot more like this, like this year or the last two quarters than like maybe like it feels like the last year almost combined, like in terms of Sony and micro, like Sony and microtransactions in the same headline have been coming up a lot more recently. Yeah. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Speaking of microtransactions, uh, we have good old Rockstar <laughs> releasing a subscription model that I know for the a large majority of players do not care for, but I will bring it up because it is news. So it says here, according to IGN, says Rockstar launches paid GTA Online subscription called GTA Plus. It says coming exclusively to PS5 and Xbox Series XS versions. Uh, so it says here that GTA Plus will cost $5.99 per month and providing subscribers with recurring monthly bank deposits of GTA's $500,000, uh, ensuring players display plenty of cash to spend in the online open world. There will also be a wide range, in quote, of members-only bonuses, including exclusive properties, vehicles, upgrades, discounts, and cash RP bonuses. Rockstar also mentions that there will be the ability to unlock gameplay updates that uh, you may mi- have missed out on, suggesting previously true limited time content may be accessible with GTA Plus. Uh, so I will end that there in quote because it's really all we need to hear from that. Um, Arthur, where's GTA 6? <laughs> Because <laughs> we, we talked about how microtransactions they they, they, they page it to the numbers really quick. Mm. Five hundred thousand a month is fucking nothing. Com- yeah, comparatively, right? Like the cars and all the all the stuff you see in the commercials, like those jets, the fucking jetpacks, these supercars. Those are like two million plus. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is stupid. Like, let me see. Waved what? Would be this is bad. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, while you read this, just to kind of add some, some dialogue here. Sorry, we're, we're quick because I'm looking at the full like boop 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 list. It's like it's not fucking worth it. Yeah, and it's only five bucks. Because it, it, that's the thing is like, oh, this is only it's what five bucks a month. Uh, five ninety nine. Dude, yeah. like you know, including tax, including including tax, including tax is like six sixty. This no fuck you, mm. like GTA's. GTA Six, <laughs> like we're done. Where are you? Yeah, like, where are like, you? Where's all this folk? Where's all this focus? Again, something we mentioned that I would have been happy about, and a lot of people would have been happy about with the not delay, but the lack of work on GTA Six was a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Those th- those games still haven't been fixed. Yeah, they're not hundred percent right. They still they, we've had one patch, and yeah. they, they they the 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 the, the, the GTA remake trilogy is what I'm referring to. They stay they, they still don't fucking work. Um, Red Dead on two online is still getting no fucking support. Yeah, no one, um, no, no one plays that. Like, and they say like, oh, and they, and they say like, oh, GTA Six is gonna be X. Fuck you, Rockstar. Like, <laughs> this is why I'm. This is why I'm not excited. This is why I'm not excited for GTA Six. This is why Whoa. they've killed. They've they've killed my hat for it. Now I now they now it's not saying it's gone forever. Like thing we talked about, if it, if it, get, if it gets announced next thing, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, hey, Rockstar, you want to, like, give me, like, a little check for ideas? Again, if you announce fucking Snoop Dogg's a DJ, then, hey, <laughs> you get my fucking well, the, hype again. Well, this is the thing, too, Arthur. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna keep saying this prediction until, you know, I, I fi- we find out that either, one, it's not true or just what happens. They're making a game. The next GTA 6 will be another game that will be stretching out for another five to ten years. You know, they're going to do it. They're, they're going to do the same shit again with GTA 6. Like, it just, it just doesn't, to me, from a... Just from the pattern of how they've been treating Grand Theft Auto V, and this was specifically GTA Online, and having it being across multiple console generations, I can't help to think that they're going to do the same shit with GTA Six. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, I, I still want to see what GTA Six has to offer. But you know, it's just the fact that they've invested so much in this because people keep spending their fucking money. You know, you have people like you and me that are just like, no, stop! Like, force them to focus like, on GTA Six. <laughs> I, I I feel like if like we can, I feel like if there needs to be like a UN of gamers, yeah. And I feel like the majority of the of the gamer representatives need to scream at FIFA, Madden, and GTA players. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Stop spending your fucking money on these games. Right. Like you wonder, like you, not just not wrong, but like you wonder why we're not getting GTA six. Cause people are still buying shit like this. Yeah. Like I'm looking through it. Oh, you get a t-shirt and storage drill. Oh, you get a, you get a couple <laughs> skins for your, you get a couple skins for your cars. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like picture this, let's say this is for Sony. Let's say this is for Sony. You're going to fucking tell me, let's say, let's say, let's say you're going all in on Sony. You're going all in. You're gonna be fucking playing for PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, their fucking movie streaming service, their Spartacus bullshit, and this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I like that meme of like games. Games in the old days, it was like a hamburger, and it was like the full game, and the DLC was fries. Now it's like the meme of like games nowadays is like a one bun, lettuce, ketchup, but no mustard, and then. Microtransactions and DLCs, all like you know the pickles and the fries and <laughs> all the you know, all the seasoning and shit. Yeah, like pepper. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm looking at like just just in terms of pure value, this is not fucking worth it. So yeah. just start. Let's just start there. You're not wrong of why GTA Six is gonna take as long as it's gonna take to fucking make because they want to make another fucking cash milk cow. Yeah. Deal. Fat 
shit to last as long as it did because again remember it's like you're and again you're right that's what and then some that inside you know you're right of why it's gta 6 will take so long because they want to they want another gta 5 online yeah where they could just say cool let's 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 have the let's have the most one of the most profitable games in history have some of the shittiest servers have one and be like oh oh it's been made public that one person can fix our servers uh yeah, we should cut him a fucking check, huh? Yeah, I guess so. How much? You know, we how much? We need a billion dollars on launch. Ten uh, k sounds about right. <laughs> oh, did you did you fix your servers a little bit, like ten percent? No, seventy percent. Yeah, seventy. Oh, our server wait times are seventy percent faster since launch. That's been like this for five fucking years and two fucking console generations. Yeah. Yeah, ten k sounds about right. Fuck you, dude. And you know what? You know it's crazy too. Like. I'm going to laugh when if they try to have some type of an import your GTA online character to GTA six and how awful that like process will be like, that's going to be a really funny thing to watch. <laughs> Dude, like as, as, far, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of a detail, the map needs to be like, I need to, I want to be able to drive to my fucking house and that fucking <laughs> it needs to be that realistic. Like, yeah. like, you know, and you're just driving like, Hey, Drew, I'm outside your house. Let's meet the fuck up. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, and then uh, the last thing here on the docket uh, is uh, it seems like it's a uh, it's a brand new saga uh, from CD Projekt Red, w- who once was highly respected in the uh, the gaming industry, specifically when it came to RPGs uh, and that awful, uh, ridiculous uh, blunder of the cyberpunk uh, launch. Uh, 2077 but it seems like they are coming out with the brand new witcher game uh there's a little bit of a uh of a teaser here online that happened earlier this week it says here according to the verge cd project red announces a new witcher game is in development and then uh, it is supposed to use the unreal engine 5 uh which is pretty interesting as well and we all know how crazy insane that is uh there's no release date at this time obviously uh, but it's very interesting that they are looking to, uh, you know, looking to do that. And then also, according to this article, it says, to, in quote, despite the partnership, the next Wisher game will not be exclusive to the Epic Game stores. And CD Projekt Red will continue to use the Red Engine for some current projects like the upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 expansion as well. So um, it's interesting that they are making another Witcher game. I think it's kind of bold, to be honest. Uh, and I feel like they have to win back the respect of these customers that were really fucked over during Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. You know, I was one of the I was one of the small few where we were actually able to play the game because I bought it on PC and I played the game on PC. Uh, and there was even a little bit of bugs in that regard as well. But you know, yeah. the game was still playable. It wasn't you know a complete fucking disaster. So. What are your thoughts on this, Arthur? Are you excited for the new Witcher? Uh, nope. Give me your, give me your th- <laughs> well, because remember, here's a big thing a lot of people forgot. It only it was it was like talked about for like a week and then fucking forgot about. Remember why some of the patches took so long for Cyberpunk to come out is because oh look what game came out like two weeks after Cyberpunk. Oh, Witcher the fucking mobile monster capture bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, in like CG Project Red, in terms of a studio, I would argue, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm mentally picturing it like on the medium side. Like it's not small, it's not huge. Because, because for example, because for example, like let's say you hear uh, like Rockstar. 
you hear Rockstar Santa Monica, like Rockstar, uh, or like, or like, or like, even like Ubisoft, Ubisoft Montreal, Ubisoft Santa Monica, Ubisoft Austin, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, boop boop boop. Like, uh, there's different studios making it. For example, like Bethesda, which is why like I can't say shit on their focus of Fallout 76. Drill Crexby and says, "Well, that's one team. They have another. They have other teams doing X, Y, and Z." Yeah. To my knowledge, like again, to my knowledge, City Project Red is just one collab. Was one thing, or am I wrong? I think I don't think they're just one team, but I know that team isn't nearly as large as you know some of the other you know teams from other uh, other developers. I know yeah. it's not that big of a team. Yeah, that's why for me, like that's why for me it's on the medium size because they're yeah. not like a small indie team, but I they're not like. Right. An, but they said they're not like they're not like an EA where they have like Studio A, Studio B, Studio C. It's just a medium sized game developer. Yeah. So again, so for me when I hear the launch the Cyberpunk fucking had and the two weeks after it came out, they had a fucking working mobile bullshit monster capture game to make quick money. Well why the fuck weren't they working on your main flagship fucking game? Right. And um that to a point that like, it's still fucking unplayable. That game to our, for a lot of people will never be unplayable because a lot of the bugs that's in there is like in has to be like in the base fucking code. Yeah, I mean, it's and just one of those things where, like, fuck, we like, even for example, remember we got the main that major, ma- major advertised first fixed patch? Boom! It created like two more game breaking bugs. Like, like, not like, oops, um, oops, this update made, made, um, Pan Am's ass flat. No, it broke your fucking game. It, it deleted <laughs> yeah. your safe. Whoopsies. You know I mean, like, so, like, to, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying is like, it feels like a lot a lot of these major bugs are like in the fucking base code that will never truly get fixed and we'll, ne- we'll we will never get the game arguably which is interesting which is why i think remember that one fraudulent that one fraudulent lawsuit i think has some fucking traction yeah we will never truly get the game that was shown to us in their gameplay trailer they showed mm-hmm. us a gameplay trailer of like all these all these people walking around but in the real game it's like the same npc like the same two npcs like copied and pasted like 20 fucking times you know what i mean um so it's uh, the same 10 people don't do that arthur i'm sorry okay. it's <laughs> t- 10 people but i but, but, but i'm saying like again like, yeah. i feel like we'll ne- we, we will never truly get the gameplay what they showed we us yeah. we'll never get that we will, we will we it's never gonna happen it's just, it's just not and that's kind we of an, to accept that that's kind of an old school term this or an old school strategy too right because i remember back in the day for e3s they would show they were so footage from a pc versus the actual console and then people were they caught mm-hmm. on and then they started actually doing that <laughs> yeah but but some of those were also yeah for cutscenes and stuff too but that could yeah. game like hey this was gameplay on console It'd be like who what rig played this like this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what super buff beefed up console played that? But for what you're for, what you're for, um, there was a talk about the story because, to my knowledge, Gerald's Gerald's story, at least at least comes the books inspiration they've come from. They've covered done. them all right. It's done. Yeah, yeah. So like Gerald's again. So once again, I don't, they might they might do, they might do the thing that we've seen with other mediums. They go beyond the books, but like in terms of the source references they use, they they've they've used up Gerald's story. Yeah. So we might get what's it Siri? Yeah, the, the, that's what people are expecting. They're thinking it might be it might be her. Playing yeah, thanks. So. Because like, I'm not gonna lie, I've been like, not gonna lie. Gerald, Gerald, some ass and Unreal Engine Five really could have been marketable. <laughs> Bathtub scene times two, <laughs> starring abs. 
Um, yeah. So so again so so unlike the previous games using 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 their engine red I think it was literally called they're using this time Unreal Engine five, mm-hmm. which means ooh, it' gonna look good. Should look pretty. So. Uh, which means sorry, uh, current you know PS4, Xbox One owners, that is not coming to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not only in terms of not only in terms of one and how long it's coming out, two, Unreal Engine Five immediately screams new, immediately screams for PC users like the th- the th- the you know the X thirty nineties whatever the th- the thirty ninety is that right? Uh, the RTX, RTX. Th- yeah thirty ninety thirty eighty yeah thirty ninety is what I'm thinking of. Uh, you know for console users that means PS five. And also, I'd argue, I wonder for Xbox players, Xbox Series X, because remember, the Xbox Series S is confirmed a not real next-gen console. So I wonder how, now that we're seeing more and more Unreal 5 engine games coming out, I wonder how they're going to be, how, how are we, like you predicted, are, are we going to start seeing a, dis, a, a just a discontinuation a phase of, out. of the Xbox Series S, which is confirmed by Microsoft, a not true next-gen console? Yeah. If I, I'll be very surprised if the Series S is still around two years from now. If it is, holy crap! Like I did not expect mm. that at all. But one year for sure. There. One year. One year for sure. Until the shortage is like fully wrapped up, like for sure. Yeah. But like I said, a year after that, it's like I said now again. Now that we're seeing more and more Unreal Engine Five, Unreal Engine Five, there it's it's going to have to get phased out because. Because we're gonna start seeing, because we're or because we're gonna start seeing new logos E3, you know what I mean? You know, new logos, new advertisements. Xbox Series X only or Xbox Series X, right. no parentheses S. Right. I'm not parentheses. Uh, backslash. The back, yeah. One of the last questions I wanted to ask you: Do you think they have uh, some work to do to win people over again? Because as far Ooh. as this, uh, just folks that have uh, originally were excited for games such as The Witcher Three, right? They're big fans mm-hmm. of CD Projekt Red, and now. You know, obviously, Cyberpunk 2077 happened. Do you feel like you're going to see a lot of hesitancy from people going for this next Witcher game? Uh, yeah. Like I'm, like I said, I'm in the boat. You know, because because that again, again for me, I've said it a million times. I fucking hate mobile microtransaction bullshit. And again, for a studio that's not too seemingly large to say they put arguably a significant amount of like workforce away from their at the time flagship new game we heard for years about like i said you know like you remember like that game was no game i would argue has been marketed as much as that game was yeah like they had their own twitch show you know what i mean I, I was joking like coming soon cyberpunk 77 pan am condoms Blah. like just so much like it, it was just so fucking it was everywhere yeah um, and they have the launch they had, and like I said, two weeks later, like, oh, uh, go to check out our team made this out now. Witcher, the Monster Hunter capture game, pay us money. Ah, so like, so that combined with it is what irked me extra more than the game itself on face value did. Um, so yeah, like I said, they definitely, yeah, they definitely have to earn people back for that because, because there, there's again, there's one thing of the hype train getting way the fuck out of the station to what that launch was yeah and and, 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 and kind of the back the, I, I would argue the biggest backfire for them was the gameplay trailer if they just shown if they, if they would have shown nothing but cgi trailers there might have been a defense there you know what i mean yeah like to say hey 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 it, it's a red flag that we never got a gameplay trailer maybe this is why but to say that this is a game one a gameplay trailer two a gameplay trailer uh recorded on a console Oh, that again. That was again. That's why, to a point, we we would argue when it was announced. 
that they're you know false advertising that 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 uh civil based false advertising lawsuit might have some traction especially after they came out with that formal apology and kind of admitted to a few falsehoods remember that they like they legit admitted to like a few falsehoods in that apology yeah they did and we yeah. were like we're like oh and, we, and we're like fuck we should have signed up for that litigation team we would have got a fucking settlement because <laughs> <laughs> you know I, i'm not i'm not you know i don't like being i don't i don't like being super you know sue sue heavy i feel like it's a very american thing um but 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 again you know it was it was interesting to know it yeah. was interesting to see that knowing after litigation had been announced they did they admit to significant falsehoods in an apology it's one transparent I, I pardon me respects it i thank you you're admitting you're admitting fault it's really hard to do you but not gonna lie even i would have been like you guys are getting sued you may lie a little longer like <laughs> lie, like there was a tom's when tom Segro talks about 40 hours lie lie longer <laughs> <laughs> well this is a good segue speaking of lying longer the last the last segment on the show that i forgot to mention earlier so oh. you got activision blizzard um <laughs> you have Activision oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have Activision Blizzard this last story basically uh Microsoft uh said that they would be open to Activision Blizzard uh once they acquire the team officially uh to have a union um they said they would be open to the conversation obviously we're curious to see you know what becomes of that earlier on but I thought that was that was interesting that they would actually be open to that cuz usually you know, for today's standards, you know, unions, uh, a lot of unions have uh, have closed and, and, and most companies are not fans of unions because of the expensiveness and everything, uh, natures of the union. So, but I do think it's- Unions are a big subject, like we mentioned this before. I don't yeah. know if you had, you've had a hands-on experience. I've had a hands-on experience. It's like they're- they're a unique it's a unique subject you, you can't yeah. say all the, for example on face value on just i'm just my experience on face value to say all unions have your bitches sorry as i hit my mic all unions have your best interest in art is not inherently true it, it's right. not so right so but go on yeah 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 like i know there's some research from uh, uh there's some research uh regarding like 45 like like unionizations declined like 45% within the past like eight to 10 years, something like that. But, um, but speaking specifically to this situation, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting was the, was the conversation of crunching of teams being pushed to hit these deadlines in a very toxic manner. And I know we had a church on the show for one episode, you know, and, and, and church was saying how, you know, this is kind of like, throughout the gaming industry you know and not like an uncommon thing which i uh, which i can definitely see that that it would be common however i wouldn't i was arguing that it's not normal and and i feel like this is kind of one example that kind of proves my point as far as like this is a very toxic thing and and i know microsoft said that they don't want to have that type of uh, work environment for them you know and it, it it says a lot for for activision uh, Blizzard employees to push for a union because it shows how fucked over they were. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, this is even before like the sexual like this is just harassment a, allegations. Yeah, as a workforce, like minus all the other crazy bullshit. Yeah, just and and there is one thing mentioned. There is one thing that's worth mentioning for context. Unions in gaming industry are semi common outside the U.S. Hmm. So this union, so this union. Um, can't think of the word spazzing uh you know this this pushback 
so this pushback on possible union is, 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 is it's an it's an American thing at least within I can speak at least in this case for the gaming industry um uh Poland and a few other, I know Poland, I think maybe CD Projekt Red because they're Polish, I think. Um, and a few other, um, like I said, European-based uh, gaming companies have this. So that's a thing, that's a semi-common thing outside the US. Yeah. Um, and like you're saying, I think that's gonna be the biggest thing to address. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people mentioned on Facebook, uh, at least I get it, instinctively reacted. Like, yeah, this will stop the sexual harassment. Like that, that a million other things should stop that shit. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, whereas the, like you said, the focus of this will be the crunch stuff. Yeah. Because we've heard, you know, we've heard stories, you know, we've heard stories of like people having like pee buckets that they're like, you know, like medical, like they go to CVS and get pee buckets because they're fucking, if they, you know, they take a bathroom too long. Yeah. Um. So it's like, what is this, Amazon? What the fuck? <laughs> um, so, um, so again, so it will be interesting. And, and, and again, it is worth noting that, that at least on face value from we heard, you know, Phil Spencer, at least at Microsoft giving them the thumbs up we're okay for talks on this seeing where everything you people have come through that everything you've gone through for the most part. Um, so I wonder, I wonder, um, I wonder how they're gonna move forward with this. Yeah. Um, and again, like I said, just, you know, we've, you know, you've done, you know, I've had my hand on experience and I can't speak for you, but I know you've done your research on it. So I, you know, I hope that if not, if, but when the union is formed, like for dues and shit, they don't pay paycheck wise. They don't screw over the workers. Cause again, that yeah. is, that is a thing yeah. in the, that is a thing in the union industry. Um, you know, but again, talking that a whole, it's a whole other fucking subject. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking for, but again, I think it is a good thing on face value, especially Activision Blizzard. <laughs> if, yeah. anyone, if there's any, like at least right now in the news, if there's any company that just deserves a union, it's Activision Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, my th- again, my thoughts are with them. They're going through some crazy shit. So, um, I, one thing I wanted to kind of end on a, a lighter note. We, yeah. we, you know, Arthur, we're 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 about three months away from an E three week. I mean, maybe yeah. we're maybe we're a week after three, <laughs> uh, three months and a week after E three week. But uh, this should be an interesting one, just given you know, ex- you know, a Microsoft trying to acquire Activision Blizzard, and then you, and then it's curious to see what else is being made, and then what the what the is Sony doing and they better fucking show up to E3 I swear to god <laughs> I, I had my this is why I don't play poker I have a lot of ooh ah yeah faces um, you know, before recording before recording Joe was just like watching me stare at my phone like ooh, yeah, like fucking reading stories um my that my epiphany face was my epiphany face of like I'm remembering yeah one E3 two avowed obsidian obsidian right some gameplay from that right yeah I, uh, yeah, Obsidian. Like I said, Obsidian is increasingly becoming my my friend and savior for RPGs. Um, yeah, dude, with E three coming up, this year's gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah. Because um, yeah. this will be technically the last E three, the last E three that Activision Blizzard is its own company. Yeah. The yeah. next E three, uh, you got Philly Phil. <laughs> yes, do you, sir. Do you think? Do you think what, if any, we might see like, oh, we know we better at least hear about, if not a showcase or a trailer, just hear about by then? Fucking coop with Halo. Yeah. I just realized that. Like, sorry, Halo, I try not to fucking shit in you so much. If, the more, the if, more you think about you, the more no, disappointed I am. No, it's a great point. If they don't if if they don't have co-op by, by June, I think you're gonna see like this exponentially. Because I know it's going down now. But if they don't have Coop within Halo Infinite by then, like, 
it's it's done. Like three four three is done officially. So we definitely got to get our bingo. Yeah. Bingo cards again. Yeah. I feel like because I feel like there's also the tr- the two columns of like what we want to see versus what we think we'll get. Like I said, I want to see avowed. Like I want to hear more about Halo. I'm not sure if we'll get more about Halo. Yeah. If fucking Todd Howard utters the words Fallout 76, I'm gonna lose my fucking. Oh, mind. you know he will, bro. <laughs> you know he will. Yeah. I'm gonna lose yeah. my fucking mind. Oh, we have a five year plan for Fallout 76. For the god, fuck. Yeah, man. So that's going to wrap up here the Gamers for Life podcast here with us today. Again, each and every Saturday discussing all things games. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my great co-host, Arthur Thomas. Thanks for sticking with us. Big news story week. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Thank you, guys. We will see you next week. (laughs) 